0: This weekend, I just so happen to be home in Chattanooga, and that means no new episodes. But the good news is, that means I get to edit some interviews that I already had in the bank, in the vault, as they might say. No one says that. Uh, So, the majority of this episode is going to be pre-recorded, and just a little bit of input for for my our boy Editor Derek here and there. So, uh, love you, Mina. Enjoy the show. Um, Tell them who you're interviewing. Oh, yeah. um, Her name is Sierra. We used to work together at Wendy's back in the day. Now she's a lawyer, and I'm just a podcaster. So just enjoy the conversation. Therapy, season three
1: of Therapy.
0: Wait, was like the entire time you were in law school, was it like a pandemic law experience?
2: Yeah, definitely the first year. Um, and then Zoom was like a thing that happened pretty much the whole time. Like they started it and then, not every class, but I was taking Zoom classes until I graduated. It was crazy. That's
0: so That's so weird. Have you ever watched Better Call Saul?
2: Um, No, I've seen clips because my partner's really into it. Not my thing, but I didn't watch Breaking Bad either. <laughs> I know I know I get a lot of a lot of hate for that one
0: yeah I'm I'm sorry well here's the thing uh I want to I want to get this out of the way when you say partner because you practice law but I always say law (laughs) partner so when you say partner do you mean like your lover
2: (laughs) yeah like romantic partner yeah not like legal partner that is very funny though okay (laughs) that's never come up
0: Really? Interesting. Yeah. Well, I guess, maybe I'm, I'm a unique mind. I don't know. Well, I started off my last interview. By the way, this is the second one I've ever done of these. and
2: Oh, that's exciting.
0: It is exciting. And there's something that I did at the very beginning of that interview that when I finished it, I was like, man, I really wish I didn't do that. So you're welcome. Actually, would you like oh, to know what it is?
2: I Yeah, of course I want to know what it
0: is. <laughs> of course you do. Well, it's not going to affect you because I think that you're – actually, I don't think you're different. Like, obviously you're a different human being. You have like your own uh, unique set of DNA. Okay. So before I hit the record button and they're like recording in progress, which is insane. I hate it by the way. Um, (laughs) Right before I did that, I was like, Hey, is there anything that you don't want me to ask you? Is there anything that like particularly is going to make you feel awkward, which is a courteous thing to do, but it's also possible that they didn't think it was going to be awkward at all. And now they're like, what will be awkward? You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, no. And I understand why you wouldn't do that because it is sort of like, now I have to think about all of the things that I don't want us to talk about. And that's kind of a weird space to go into.
0: It is a weird space to go into, but because you have heard a show of mine once upon a time, you also know that there's probably... Be less humble there's nobody better at editing podcasts than me. So sure. <laughs> there isn't really anything that you're going to say that is, um, what's the word cancelable
2: or something? Yeah. Uh, Actually.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. like, I would, that I would listen back to four times and be like, ah, Fair.
2: <laughs> well, do you well, really listen four times? Four.
0: I'm so glad that you asked. So <laughs> right now we're doing it. So I'm hearing it happen. One. Then yeah. when I edit it, I hear it again. Two. When I finish editing it, I listen back to it all the way through. So that's a third time.
1: Three. Then
0: when I airdrop it to my phone, I listen to it a fourth time while I'm typing up the episode description. Four. And then when I release it to all streaming platforms, I listen to it again in my car wow. before
1: five.
2: Five.
0: I wouldn't say before anybody else hears it, but it's I'm definitely the first one to hear it when it goes live. So at a minimum. Even if I'm, like, rushing through it, I'm going to listen to the show at least three or four times. So with that process in mind, it's like, I just get on here and I just say whatever I want because I know Editor Derek's got my back. You feel me? I feel
2: you. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's super fair. That is kind of wild. I take it that you don't have (laughs) the aversion that people do where, like, they don't like listening to themselves speak. I
0: hate it. I'm so far past (laughs) (laughs) that. (laughs) <laughs> it's You probably noticed how many episodes I have
1: Yes, um, I did
0: So if I didn't like hearing myself talk like I would have hired an editor by now for sure It
2: would have been crazy That would have been a, a tumultuous mental time, I think If you were just like struggling through Because it's like 211 or something like that, right?
0: 255
2: like, 200
0: Definitely over 200 55, wow. I think yeah, Something like that
2: I remember Um, when you started
0: really (laughs) yeah
2: i think i feel like i remember like i don't know very early on because it was so interesting because i love podcasts and it's very Mm -hmm. exciting to like participate
0: yeah is this your i'm assuming this is your first one
2: yeah it'd be really cool if it wasn't my last but i have no idea in what realm i would ever need to participate in a podcast ever again
0: You know what's really interesting about what's happening right now? So, obviously, we haven't had a conversation in
2: years. Like, a face-to-face conversation. Seven.
0: Yeah. I've never seen you actively not in a Wendy's uniform. (laughs) So, that's funny. And I feel like you are, I think it's safe to say you're a completely different person.
2: Yeah, that was a long time ago. I mean,
1: mm-hmm.
2: at least ten years. But I think I started working at Wendy's when I was sixteen. So yeah, that, I mean, that feels first of all like a child, but also no, mm-hmm. totally different.
0: Oh god, it's so long. Has there ever been a moment where you thought back to how much you were making at Wendy's and you asked yourself, like, why would I even do that?
2: Oh my god, no! But now thinking about that, there's no way. Like, Seven twenty-five. That was that was rough. <laughs> A rough time,
0: it it kind of sounds unbelievable when you even say it out loud that I was making seven dollars an hour because sometimes you know friends ask each other for favors and they aren't even really favors that require any money, but sometimes you don't do it just because you don't feel like it. Yeah, and if if a friend asked me to do something and they were like, I'll give you seven dollars and 25 cents, I'd be (laughs) like, ah, shut the up like i'm not gonna do it i wasn't (laughs) gonna do it anyways but like you offering me that amount of money is actually kind of like i would just assume that you're joking but a matter of fact is that we used to work like pretty hard actually yeah (laughs) for like an hour straight for seven dollars and 25 cents and like why did we do that what do you think
2: you know that is um a really interesting question Thinking about the people who, like, were doing it, you know, full time, that was like their livelihood is kind of crazy. It is sort of comical thinking about how seriously I took a job that cared so little about my well-being. Yeah.
0: What is, um, when you think back to your time at Wendy's, what is, like, the first thing that comes to mind for you?
2: Oh, do you remember the guy that we called Grandpa who
0: was that the dude that worked the grill yes yeah he was the grill guy he was well there was there was two grill guys there was one thicker one and there was one skinny one which one was grandpa hmm.
2: well he definitely was a thin man i don't remember a okay thin one.
0: maybe he came but i just remember the th- maybe hmm maybe he like gained weight or something i have no idea
1: oh, yeah but
0: I don't know. Uh, I just remember him um, the thicker guy. We'll just assume (laughs) that he was the one. Uh, I just remember him being kind of close with John, who was the general manager.
2: Yeah. Well, they both were like around the same age.
0: Yeah. Sometimes um, every once in a while, I'll talk to my friend Fred, who worked at that Wendy's with us for like two days or so.
2: What? I don't remember that at all.
0: Yeah, why would you? And he... One of the main things that he took away from it was just like well john is an asshole and i was like yeah but i mean if you are however old this guy is right yeah um and you are spending 50 hours a week inside this wendy's like in a hot kitchen with a bunch of like kids you're gonna like be ain't like an angry person
2: (laughs) oh no absolutely no I i could not do it um a manager at one point that I heard had had sex with another co-worker. Wow! In the freezers, what I heard. like Ooh, the, the freezer? The, the walk-in whatever cooler. I was not there that day, so I hmm. cannot confirm. I just Who heard it, it? the grapevine. Tell me. Um, well, now I'm like, can I even remember what her name was? Because I remember that there was an Amber and somebody that started with a B
0: amber and oh.
2: <laughs> i don't think it was amber because she had a husband and a child right
0: okay so so okay check this out so <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to do the voice <laughs> just kind of sounded like you know guys get it together um yeah That's exactly
2: what she sounded like
0: <laughs> yeah so oh, i remember in- her fondly uh was it her <laughs>
2: No, but she did once tell me a story where she, well, it was more like a statement rather than a story, but she was holding, like, two of the five-pound bags of sugar, and she was like, this is the weight of a newborn child sometimes, and I think about that (laughs) so often. (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, cradled in her arms. (laughs) Did
0: she even have kids?
2: No, no. I think that really solidified in my mind that she probably never wanted to have kids because there was like a look of like sort mm. of horror on her face. Yeah. She well,
0: said. she was probably thinking about like how many times she dropped them and she was like, this is what I would do with a baby if I had one. So, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Her. Um, so I remember her and I remember Amber. The funniest thing that I remember about Amber is um, she obviously had like a very Southern accent. Um yes. Once upon a time, I thought you had a Southern accent, and it seems to have left you entirely.
2: You know, that's such a shame, because when we moved to Colorado, I really developed the deepest appreciation for Tennessee that I've ever had, um, mm. and now I kind of miss it, and so I like to pretend that I have the thickest Southern accent. Yeah!
0: <laughs> Do people sorry, in Colorado kidding, think I mean, you have a Southern accent?
2: No, nobody thinks that I have a Southern accent, except me.
0: That, I can that feel sad. it in my I'm heart. sorry about that. That sucks. <laughs> um, I don't believe I have a Southern accent at all, right? But my entire family is from Massachusetts or New York. And when I go to see them or they come to see me, they're like, you definitely have a Southern accent. And I don't think I do. But compared Mm -hmm. to them, they're like... It's very obvious when you say certain words like for example, if I say the sentence y'all don't even know what you're missing they're like, oh my God mm. contra yeah. like <laughs> even though I think that I'm I'm saying like a southern phrase in like a very proper way they're just like this guy clearly rides cows you know yeah so yeah it that's that's a really interesting thing but the thing about <laughs> the thing that I remember most about Wendy's was like there are a couple of like lessons that I learned that were like <laughs> extraordinarily valuable yeah. Just kicked a cat in the butt. Um, <laughs> um, one thing that I learned from John, he said that um you're either early or you're late. And I was like, I remember thinking for like some time, I was like, what a silly thing to tell like a 16-year-old or a 17-year-old or whatever. But then the more I thought about it, I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Because basically what he was saying is, if you're supposed to be here at 5, it's really hard to show up here exactly at 5 p.m. Wouldn't it be so much easier to just show up early? Because if you don't, if you aren't early, you're either on time or you're literally late. And I was like, damn, he's kind of spitting, you know?
2: Yeah, uh, you know, I feel like I would appreciate that lesson a lot more if I wasn't late all the time. Because I actually do think that I could get to the place right on time. Five. Mm-hmm. So then I don't. Yeah. You can't. You're totally right. You cannot. No, that the doesn't that
0: only thing I remember about you as far as like, I don't think you'll take this personally. I don't think you were like a great Wendy's employee. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. remember every time you came into work, you just looked like you didn't want to be there. And most people <laughs> were good. <laughs> most people were good at looking like they wanted to, or they were like excited to see their coworkers at the very least. You mm. never, you never you never look like you wanted to be there. Sometimes no. we would we would have like some we would exchange some discourse. A customer would do something absurd. We would exchange a look. There was like a there was like haha, this is this is ridiculous. We're working at a Wendy's. But other than <laughs> that, you generally look miserable.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was. I think also though, just like sixteen year old me, was kind of kind of miserable. That was like, you know, tough time period for teenage Sierra.
0: Did you actually take anything from the Wendy's experience?
2: Yeah, I feel like um, I did learn how to engage with like management. I feel like I learned a lot about customer service. Um, It was definitely like something that I feel shaped my early... I've had so many jobs since Wendy's and it wasn't even my first job. And so I think like coming from an environment, I actually was accused of stealing when I was 16 because I worked at a GameStop, and then I worked at a movie stop, which I think was the last movie rental store that ever existed. Mm. And money was coming out of the drawer. And so they accused me of stealing, which I thought was crazy because I was 16 and also I wasn't stealing. So I think that that felt
0: right. like
2: an attack. So then I moved yeah. away, <laughs> which was like the grass was totally greener.
0: For sure. Yeah. I got... I was accused of stealing oh, no from win- from Wendy's. Oh no! Approximately once, and I just remember my defense being that of somebody that would potentially steal from a Wendy's, but made perfect sense when I said it. I yeah. was like, I was like, why would I steal from a register that is in plain view of that <laughs> camera? And then I pointed to it. Yeah. <laughs> And they were like, well, this guy's really thought about stealing. But I thought in my mind, I was like, this is the perfect way to get out of it. But that actually just like <laughs> increased the suspicion. <laughs> All I really had to do was be like, I didn't do it. But I was like trying to be smart, which is yeah. like something that I still struggle with. Like I yeah. like over explain things because I'm like, they'll get it. And then like the more you try to explain it, the more they're like, I don't. It was one of those situations, unfortunately. And of course, there ended up being no consequence because I actually didn't do it. But there was like longer of a like suspicion because I was like trying to explain all the different ways that like if I did try and steal I would have been caught.
2: Yeah. yeah yeah have you ever thought about law school that sort of feels like you know you could go into yeah finance.
0: I could but I've been kind of living by this motto and I think I used to do it unconsciously but now I have consciously tried to do it and basically mm-hmm i'm just out here trying to have fun right oh, and i feel it. like law isn't always yeah. fun it gets very serious people be dying and stuff yeah no
2: it is it's quite quite serious it can be fun though i've heard maybe one day. you've
0: heard don't you yeah. do it
2: <laughs> it's not fun yet so no <laughs> no
0: oh what kind of law are you practicing or trying to where are you at with it did you do it did you win
2: I I won something. Um, Yeah, so I work at a firm. It's quite boring. I'm actually looking for a new firm. So I do think I'm headed in the direction of like civil or criminal litigation. So like courtroom stuff. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Do you want to be like the person that's like, "Ah, as you can see, my witness, blah, blah. Or do you want to do like more back end stuff? Like, what do you like about it?
2: No. Well, so I work at a a very tiny firm currently and I mostly do paperwork and I don't really talk to anybody. So it feels a lot like what I imagine like data entries like where I'm just on mm-hmm. computer pressing buttons and like I can listen to music and I can totally disassociate and I don't super vibe with that. So I do think, yeah, I want to be like the exhibit A kind of person. Yeah.
0: You would like to argue.
2: Yeah. Well, because it's so interesting, much more fascinating than just like Typing.
0: Yeah, I think if I was going to if I was going to get into law, which will never happen, um, <laughs> <laughs> I would want to be more like Saul Goodman than yeah. like the person that's you know like uh what what do they call them paralegals? Are they the ones that just like help with the research and stuff? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. You have no desire to be a paralegal. You want to be the one.
2: Well, yeah. Now that I have like the degree and I am licensed, then yeah might as well have somebody work for me. So Although cool. I don't know. that sounds wild.
0: Have you, <laughs> have you, um I feel like this, this is just what I assume happens to you all the time because people know that you know law. I imagine people reach out to you all the time. Like I have a law question.
2: Um, you know, it actually hasn't happened that much. I did have somebody when I was in law school, I had a friend go through a divorce and she called me to ask some questions. And I was like, ooh, first of all, I have not taken that class. Second of all, I can't give you legal advice, even if I knew anything. And that's Hmm. always, it's super weird to be like, this isn't advice, but like as your friend and somebody who cares about you, like this is what I think you should do.
0: Interesting. So is that like legally you can't give advice or just like for the sake of your career?
2: Yeah, well, so as a student, legally, I couldn't give advice. Uh, And now it's like a balance of like, does this person know that even if I give them advice, I'm not like representing them and you have to be super careful.
0: Right. Yeah. I think there's this thing where, um, there's this scene. Yeah. You're, you're, you're going to have to watch the show. Um, in better call Saul and breaking bad. There's this time where it's like, somebody is seeking legal counsel and they have to have like an exchange of goods. So he's like, put this $5 in your pocket before I can like tell you anything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, is that legit? I don't know.
2: I don't know about that specifically. That seems sort of interesting because, you know, you could work Mm -hmm. for free.
0: You could. So you could legally give legal counsel without actually being, like, retained? Is that the word?
2: Um, I mean, I think that if you're going to give advice, usually that means that you formed, like, an attorney-client relationship. So I think it's... If you make it clear, it's just one time advice or like, here's my advice. And also I'll continue to give you advice should the situation need it.
0: Got you. Yeah. Interesting. When you were, what, where did you go to law school?
2: I just went to the University of Tennessee.
0: University of Tennessee. Okay. Would you say that they are a, I don't know. They're not like the University of American Samoa, you know, would you say they're like prestigious? Would you say they're like,
2: No, I think that they want to be like, mm-hmm. it's this weird desperate thing that happens in law school. Cause everything is <laughs> like the students are ranked, the schools are ranked. So I think it just makes them hungry for like, we have to do better, which is right. exhausting to the student. Cause it's like, ugh, this is this, weird. What do
0: you mean the students are ranked?
2: Oh, so law school is graded on a curve. So like in your first year, there's like a mandatory curve. So the the professors have to grade where they like rank the papers. Like not everybody can pass a class, basically.
1: Oh,
0: I thought you meant rank as in like, this is our number four student, like some anime or something.
2: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, they do say like, you know, you can be number one out mm-hmm. of why well, I think there were 120 people in my class.
0: I think you know what I'm about to ask you. Where did you rank? Maybe. Where did you
1: rank?
2: Ah, yes. Um, that's a really good question. I was very middle of the pack during law school. I went through um, a pretty intense breakup and I had to move in the middle of my first year and then we were on Zoom. And it was weird and it was hard. So gotcha. I finished and I passed the bar. So it doesn't really matter
0: let's go that's so sick i don't so i hear people say quote unquote i pass the bar or they pass the bar or mm-hmm. i'm studying for the bar i don't know what the bar is and i it just occurred to me that i probably should have it could have been like the only thing that i googled before <laughs> we talked would have been like what is the bar but i think it would be better actually if i didn't know so like what is the bar it's a test. yeah always.
2: it's so it's the test that you take after you graduate with a jd um, it's a two-day test. You do multiple questions. I think there were 200 multiple choice questions um, over like an eight-hour period. And then you do essays and you answer like this hypothetical law question. And then that's also graded on a curve. And I think some states, maybe not.
0: 200 questions, two days, essays, <laughs> hypothetical a lot
2: yeah and it's eight hours both days and you have to give them like your entire personal history like I had to list Uh... every job I've ever had I had to tell Mm. them everywhere I've ever lived it was crazy and you have to like tell them about debt like I had to disclose some medical debt that I had when I was 18 it was insane
0: what is it possible that you don't so like when I was (laughs) When I was in college, I got, I don't know if it was, to this day, I don't know if it was some chick or okay. a stomach flu or, okay, based on the way that I said that, I'm like, it might've been gonorrhea. It wasn't <laughs> that. I mean, like, I i had like Taco Bell, but I'd also been like drinking nonstop for like three yeah. days. I don't know what it was, okay? The, the point is, had a terrible tummy ache. So yeah. bad, ha- had to go to the hospital, right? So I'm like dying, I think, on the floor. Like I'm in pain, My I'm shivering, like everything hurts. And from like a stomach thing, I'm like, I don't know if it was this chick from this Halloween party or if it was this Taco Bell or if it was like these Rockdales that's like any beer that you spend $12 to get 24 cans of like probably shouldn't be legal. But I don't know what it was that had me down bad like that. I say all of that to say that I didn't pay for that hospital visit. Okay. I don't know if my parents did. I don't know if the government had, like, I don't know if every random number that I don't know that calls me (laughs) two or three times a week. I don't know if it's that hospital from when I was like 21. I don't know. But interesting. Like,
2: have you, would
0: you have to disclose that? I suppose. Would they find out? Like, what's good?
2: I mean, they probably would find out. Have you never run a credit report? She. <laughs> <laughs> not to I'm like getting- put you on the spot like that, but like.
0: <laughs> no, it's fine. Editor Derek will cut it. I haven't <laughs> ever been sunned like that before. Do you even know what your fucking credit is, dog? Like, what are you-, are you good? Um, I okay. The short answer, the honest answer is like, I know that I could. I'm like just actively choosing not to, <laughs> because. I feel the way about credit that I do about like anxiety generally. It's like, yeah. if I know about it, then like, what am I really even going to do? Like I'd be better <laughs> off just like trying to be better.
2: Yeah. That's, that's fair. I mean, maybe, maybe wait and just see what happens later. <laughs> <Just laughs> i sure it
0: I just go to buy a house and they just start laughing at me. I'm like, oh, it's <laughs> probably that thing. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. You know, well, I mean,
2: eventually, you know, they fall off your report. They still impact, you know, you can see them somehow. They're just I feel.
0: I feel like, I don't know how we got here, but I'm so glad that we did. I don't know how bad my credit is, but I know it's not so bad that I wasn't able to purchase a 2007, no, excuse me, 2017 Nissan Altima in 2019, when I was only making $18 an hour. And I still had $20,000 in student debt. So it's like, I guess my credit's not bad enough for me to not do that. And I'm also living in a relatively speaking, pretty nice apartment. So it's like, if this terrible credit report that I've never looked at isn't bad enough to keep me from buying whatever i want or living wherever i want yeah. why Why even look at it you know
2: no oh, that's that's super fair just out of curiosity what was your interest rate oh oh damn
1: hell oh oh fuck it.
0: so i remember this vividly um not my interest rate by the way <laughs> <laughs> um my dad helped me get the car and i remember the um real slicksters that were like Mm -hmm. absolutely just hauling ass through this process and just having me sign all these things Mm -hmm. that in hindsight i should have definitely read um (laughs) i just remember them saying his old man has a Mm -hmm. too so we should Mm -hmm. be good
2: yeah that's pretty solid
0: thank you uh
2: That's all that matters.
0: (laughs) I guess, like, as long as my parents are alive and are willing to vouch for me, like, I guess it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, that's, that's super fair. Um, my firm right now represents and, um, I look at a lot of sale contracts for cars, which is why I think about interest rates all the time. It's so annoying
0: yeah it sounds like it i could tell like even as you were asking me it's like the way your brain was like working you were like this feels a little bit like work
2: yeah pretty much yeah no we can we can totally transition off of that <laughs> no, it's just totally so fine. far away <laughs>
0: you were you were listening to um i know you were listening to the specific podcast i sent you because you were asking me about fundraising um yeah. I want you to ask me more about fundraising because I'm done with the job now so I can say whatever I want. So what questions
2: did you have? Well, I, my first question is why did you quit? Cause it sounds like maybe there's a little bit of drama there and I do love. <laughs> <Jurassic>. <laughs> yes. I.
0: Thank you so much to Sierra for coming on the show. I very greatly appreciate it. We had an incredible conversation. There's going to be at least two or three more parts to it. Once again, This session of therapy is brought to you by W energy. They're this awesome brand. It's an awesome product that basically it's an energy drink. That gives you all the energy and focus that you need without the crash or the jitters. If you want to try out the starter pack, I'll have a link in the description. Use code DERAPY at checkout, all caps, D-E-R-A-P-Y, for 10% off your order and to support the show, a.k.a. my dream of being a full-time podcaster. Love you. Mean it. Enjoy the outro.
1: Let's go. Let's blow this lame nigga factory. She said, what kind of girl do you think that I are? The kind that you meet in a bar? You think you can get whatever you want? Cause you some kind of star. No, I'm a comment. I just want you, woman. Hey, if I were you, it would be me that I go home with. Three, the one and only. One thing you ain't considered. I heard you when you told your girl, ooh. Hop a cab and split it I'm kidding We both going to where you living <laughs> I got you giggling like a piglet Oh, that's the ticket I hope you're more like Anita Baker Than Robin Gibbons. No, I don't know that, ladies Don't let me quit it I'm just style freeing freestyling which I seldom do. This is what I'm telling you